We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bringing the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger here along with me again. Very special guest, Matt, from the Inside the Horseshoe podcast. Matt, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, you know, I'm doing good. Just uh, pumped for the season, you know, dealing with work. But hey, you know, that it is what it is. It is what it is. And I, uh, crazy man that yesterday was the first preseason game. So the NFL is officially, officially back now with preseason okay. action kicking off. So Colts obviously next week had their first preseason game against the Carolina Panthers. But Matt, this was day number eight of week number two for the Indianapolis Colts, their third straight practice of full pads. Now the Colts are kind of getting into the swing of things a little bit. You can kind of see a little bit more from some of these guys. There obviously were some guys early on in camp when it wasn't full pads that were showing out or not showing out. And now you're kind of getting an idea of how where these players are and where their development is. And so there are some takeaways that obviously we weren't there, but some takeaways from people in the media that we can kind of point to and discuss a little bit. Right. I think the first thing we can talk about, the Colts got a couple more guys off the COVID list, and that was definitely a great thing. They got Xavier Rhodes back, which was the big one. Yes. They got Al-Kadim Muhammad back as well. Those were the two big notable ones. What's your thought on just getting those guys back as well? How, how big do you think that is to get those guys back? It's really big, especially having Rhodes back because of how dominant he was for us last year. He really had a great year, great bounce back year. So getting him back, getting him used to everything again is always nice. Uh, Muhammad, I, I don't think he's going to have as much of an impact, but still just with the defensive line when he's came in uh, throughout the year last year, he always played well. So getting him and just getting everybody just back to, you know, getting used to uh, how everybody plays with each other is always a nice thing. Um, I, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of what uh, Muhammad has done so far in preseason. It's only been what a day with him, but yeah, still, I mean, I, it's not something I expected, but you know, I 
I do think now with him back, just getting used to uh, everything, he should be able to make more noise as uh, the days go by. Yeah, for sure. And then Julian Davenport came back as well today off the COVID mm-hmm. list. So the Colts get all their guys back off of COVID, yeah. which is definitely great to see. It's definitely. good to have all those guys back. Some other moves that the Colts had, J.J. Nelson went to IR. They actually waived, surprising to me a little bit, uh, Roland Milligan. They they waived him. They also waived quarterback mm-hmm. Jalen Morton as well. So, Matt, and I think maybe this kind of points to the Colts maybe looking elsewhere in free agency mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing the market. Obviously, they brought in HaHa Clinton Dix for a workout yesterday. So you got to wonder, maybe the Colts are looking, I don't know if necessarily for the third safety, maybe so, mm-hmm. maybe to add some competition to that, but also just more depth on that in the safety room. What is kind of your thoughts on them letting Roland Milligan go? You know, honestly, didn't know too much about him going into it. But, you know, it always stinks to see somebody uh, – get released you never want to see that happen you know it's the nature of the game uh i was really wanted to see morton stick around a little bit longer i really wanted to see him throw that 100 yard pass that he said he could do um just, just i think it would have been fun i i mean i don't think he would have made the team i think it's ellinger eason and wentz that's going to be your three quarterbacks but still it, it would have been nice to have him stick around a little longer just because if he can throw it that far I would be very curious to see how he would play maybe not even with first team, but second team, you know, all those guys. I just wanted to really see how he uh, can run an offense and then go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So those are some of the notable moves the Colts made today. Now getting kind of into practice a little bit, Jacob Eason had, I would say a decent day from a stat standpoint from a completion percentage. Wasn't great, but I mean, Honestly, you look at it, you look at him still playing against a top 10, potentially top five defense, now getting back Xavier Rhodes as well. Mm -hmm. And also you look at the left side of that offensive line, and none of those starters are in right now with with Nelson Kelly and obviously with Fisher as well. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny, Matt. I've never talked to you about this, but I've talked to Derek and some other guys about this. It seems like Jacob Eason get a little bit too much flack, I feel like, you know? where it's not been perfect, and and I've said as much, I want progress, not perfection with Jacob Eason. Mm. It just seems like they're a little bit harsher on him than they are the other quarterbacks, and he's playing against the ones. I get it from that standpoint of, like, he may be your starter for a couple weeks, but also, Mm. like, this is week two of of training camp, right? And and I don't feel like people are factoring that in enough. What are your thoughts on just – it just seems like – Jacob Eason's just getting like brought through the ringer almost. And it's just kind of weird to me that it seems like it's continuing every single day. I mean, it wasn't the greatest day for Jacob Eason, nine of 16. Mm -hmm. Okay. From a completion percentage standpoint. Yeah. You'd like to see a little bit better, but he had no interceptions. He threw a nice ball to Zach Pascal in the end zone. So he's showing progress in a lot of ways, not perfect at all, but he's showing progress and he's essentially still a rookie quarterback, right. In a lot of ways playing against this defense, Sorry to keep rambling. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? Yeah, I I think people do need to just chill with Jacob Eason. I mean, we, we've been so lucky because with training camps, we've had Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Um, you know, per, you know, we had Jacoby Brissett for the year, but everybody thought, okay, Andrew is going to come back at mm-hmm. some point when he was going through that. So he didn't really get him as much flack. And then you have Phillip Rivers, you know, in a weird offseason. So it, it feels like we've been, I guess, too, um, what's the word? Like, I can't even think of the word for whatever reason, but it seems like everybody's just used to perfection or they're used to just, 
this top 10 type of quarterback, you know, at tra- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed training camp then you get Jacob Eason who's pretty much a rookie who yeah he hasn't looked the greatest at times you know there's been days he's looked really good but he's a rookie essentially you know he's going up against like you said a top 10 defense I mean they could be a top five defense by how they're looking so far just with the speed and power and everything you know I mean Kamoko Ture looks great so far you know he had that uh you know play um during training camp uh, earlier today where he basically just threw Tevi just on the ground. Like he's looked incredible. So, you know, Eason, of course, I was expecting him not to look like a top 10 quarterback or, you know, whatever. And I, I would think people would expect that too. I think we need to start really criticizing him once we see him play against other defenses, because who knows, maybe when Carolina comes to town, Jacob Eason will be like 16 for 16, just killing that defense. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll see him play against, I think they play the Lions pre- this preseason as well. And he'll be killing them and just everybody in preseason. And then let's say he dominates against the Seahawks. Then everybody's going to be like, okay, the defense is just that good. That's why he hasn't looked the greatest. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I do think everybody needs to just relax. Let's, let's let him continue to progress let's let him continue to just get through the training camp he's being thrown in a situation he wasn't expecting to so i mean it it just seems like people thought okay well jacob eason's just gonna look incredible and that's just not gonna be the case Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be i mean fourth round pick last year he wasn't even really that high of a pick you know like he was a mid-round pick and so even Chris Ballard even told people, like, just chill on Jacob Eason. Give him some time to develop. Let's not go praising him, saying he's the savior right away. And obviously the Colts felt that way with, you know, deciding to sign Rivers before that and then trading for Wentz mm-hmm. this offseason. They feel like yeah. he needs some time and needs some work. So it's just kind of funny to me how the narrative kind of changes sometimes when you're just like, what are you expecting? This is like what yeah. Chris Ballard has said all along. It's just maybe it's just for clicks. Maybe it's just for drama. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can get a little frustrating when you're like, I just feel like you're you're picking on him a little bit, unnecessarily yeah. picking on him. So, Definitely. but you know, it's neither here or there. But one thing that really stuck out um, 
from what Marcus Brady, the offensive coordinator, had to say. Remember last year, he was a quarterback's coach, worked with Jacob Eason for a year. He said one thing that really stuck out was Jacob Eason's growth in progressions, right? So figuring out what defenses are doing um, and figuring out when he needs to check it down, identifying stuff with the defense. And uh, and he said that's a really positive step, something they really wanted to see in Eason's growth. Now, he did admit that Sam Ellinger is – more, you know, right now he's better at doing that, which shouldn't come mm. as a shock because Sam Ellinger's played in a ton of games in college, whereas Jacob Eason really didn't play in a whole lot of games. So I don't feel like any of this stuff should come as a shock, but it's certainly encouraging to see Jacob Eason just growing in the areas the Colts really feel like he needs to grow in. That has to be really encouraging for just the Colts' confidence in Jacob Eason moving forward, if indeed he is their starting quarterback in the first couple weeks. Right, because like – we all knew coming in to this year, Jacob Eason was going to be able to make pretty much any throw. His arm is just, it's a cannon, but it was obviously, like you said, there's certain things that are just going to, you know, he's going to learn as he continues to go through training camp. Like he's going to be able to, whether it's reading a defense better than, you know, he can at the moment or, you know, whatever, it's going to take him some time and, that's that's also why I think people just need to chillax. So I mean, I was also expecting Ellinger to look better in certain aspects than Eason too. Um, I think at the end of the day, Eason's the better quarterback. But still, I mean, like you said, I, this was something I expected as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is a significant drop off from the ones to the twos. Let's not act like it's not that big of a drop off. It is right. Yeah, I yeah. mean. It really is. So that's something that always has to be considered because there's always those preseason heroes or those training camp heroes where you're just like, oh, man, you know, Chad Kelly a couple years ago. That's a great example Mm -hmm. of one where people are like, is he the franchise quarterback? And no, he's not like it's preseason for an action. He's going against twos and threes. Let's just pump the brakes a little bit. We'll say, though. For all the Ellinger, you know, stuff we've said, just chill. Like, he's looked pretty good against the second team. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's fair to question. Maybe he should just, just get a look with the ones maybe once every often, see what he's got a little bit. I'm not opposed to that. I just think if we're going to be fair, let's be fair, you know, with, with this argument. So that's kind of the thought. That's that's obviously a good thing. Um, another good thing that stood out, man, Mike Strong continues to make these wild plays, man. Mm-hmm. He Against Xavier Rose, who by all measures was a top 10 corner last year, He had an incredible catch on the sideline. Mm. And Xavier Rose just like, what am I supposed to do? And that just, man, that shows you how freakishly talented a guy like Mike Strawn is. What are your thoughts on Mike Strawn and the camp that he's having? Because it sounds like it's been a really, really strong one from Mike Strawn. I've been a big fan of him ever since he was drafted. I I watched his highlights in college. And yeah, I mean, he's not playing like Division I talent. He's not going up against Alabama defenses. But still... Mm just seeing what he can do just with his size and speed, the types of catches he can just catch it just from the get go. I was super excited to see him come in and just see what he can do against the defense. And the fact that he's doing it against Xavier Rhodes uh, is it just gets me more and more hyped. It seems like every single day that there's training camp, he's always doing something that's just catching everybody's eye. And I really do hope that um, he'll get, a lot of uh, or maybe not a lot, but he'll get some opportunities once the regular season's here, because if he can do what he's doing right now against any defense, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I even tweeted out, I said, oh, there's going to be 31 NFL teams. are going to really regret passing on this kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's a seventh round pick, but I mean, 
that doesn't mean he can't make, and I'm not going to say he's making the Hall of Fame, but we've seen seventh round picks go to the Hall of Fame. It's rare, but it's happened. And, right, you know, he, he's really been exciting me. Like, he's not the only rookie that's done it, but he's one that's really stood out to me out of everybody. Yeah. And I know there's going to be somebody in the comments. So I just wanted to clarify we are not saying that Mike Strong's going to make no, the Hall of Fame or go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> We're not saying that. We're just saying, like, you never know. Like, there's been undrafted guys that have done it. And he's certainly got the talent to be a dominant receiver, right? But there is a reason why he was taken in the seventh round. He's pretty raw in a lot of ways. But Mm -hmm. that's encouraging for sure to see what he's been doing so far. Um, So that's great. It also seems like Naheem Hines, ever since coming back from that injury a couple days ago, he's just kind of taken – where he left off last year. He's just been absolutely phenomenal again. Seems like all these running backs have been really good. Marlon Mack, obviously off that Achilles injury, looks like he's back to full strength and is making those cuts that we're used to, those patient runs. Jonathan Taylor, I mean, we expected it, but he's had a really strong camp as well. Um, It just seems like all these running backs are looking really good. The people that aren't looking good, unfortunately, and this is kind of a concern that we had, it wasn't as strong before camp, but now the more and more we see it, it's kind of becoming a little bit of a, of a concern for me. I don't know what you feel, Matt, but the left mm-hmm. tackle position, it seems like Sam Tevy's getting whipped just about every play you see from him. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that Ture is just so good that he can do that to most left tackles and mm-hmm. just everybody that's been able to do that with Tevy. It's not like Tevy's been bad like every single snap. There's been some snaps where he's done well too, but still, it, it is concerning because you never want to see that happen. Um, you would rather see um, Tevi throw like Ture to the ground um, more consistently or, you know, Quiddy Pay, you know, throw him to the ground. You would rather see that or, or at least have it where it's more even. But it seems like the majority of, majority of the time it is Tevi that's getting manhandled. So mm-hmm. I, I am concerned, but I'm I'm trying to at least convince myself that, no, it's not, you know, Tevi that's playing bad. He's just going up against incredible edge you know defenders so i'm i'm just hoping for i don't know how long it's going to take for fisher to get back but i'm hoping tevy can at least perform okay at that point he wasn't i I, like i wasn't as like down on him as other people were when we brought him in you know he was probably the best offensive tackle that the chargers had so you know i don't think he's terrible and i i don't think it's going to take a big step or a big drop off um, he's what, 26 years old. So let's just convince ourselves he's entering his prime. He's going to be entering his prime. He's going to look great guys in preseason. <laughs> He'll be fine. It's not worried yeah. about, uh, haven't yeah. heard anything about Davenport yet. I mean, he did come back from, uh, the COVID uh, list, but still like, let's, let's convince ourselves. It's just the Colts defense. It's just <laughs> that they're just that good. And let's just convince ourselves that it can't get any worse than it did last yeah. year. I mean, I mean that's, that's the truth. It was bad last year. Like, oh, yeah. like Tevi, as much as crap as he's been getting, he is nowhere near as bad as the Colts tackle situation beyond their two starters last year. Like, he is right. so much better. And if he can just play like an average tackle, I'm good with that mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. And that's the hope with him is that right. Ture, I mean, people just seem to forget that Ture, when he was fully healthy, he was one of the best pass rushers in the mm-hmm. league in 2019. So like this guy, this guy's no slouch. This isn't like, you know, a second or third string guy. Like this right. is a guy that when he was healthy, he was one of the better edge guys in the league. So mm-hmm. just want to pump the brakes a little bit on that. Yeah. It's still early for Tevi. If he's struggling against pretty much everybody in preseason, yeah. like if Carolina comes to town, he's still struggling. Okay. Then maybe we have a little bit more concern there, but mm-hmm. it's still very early for him. 
You know, you talked about the pass rushers a little bit. Let's talk about them a little bit. It seems like it's been really good for a couple of those guys. We mentioned Ture. Seems like Quiddy's had a pretty good camp as well, from what I've heard. Same mm-hmm. with Ben Banigou. It seems like yeah. all these guys have looked really, really good. Haven't heard a ton from Taekwon Lewis, which is kind of surprising. I mean, right. I think we're all kind of expecting him to maybe take over one of those defensive end positions. Now, it could be a good thing, could not, could be a bad thing. We just haven't yeah. heard anything really from Taekwon Lewis. But it's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com one thing that was interesting that I just wanted to to mention, Matt Eberflus talked about now with full pads on in the pass rush. He said it's on track, it's progressing, but it's never good enough. He says, and the pressure hasn't been, you know, when he started camp, the pressure was like, it seemed like it was everywhere from everybody. Yeah. And now it's kind of taken not a step back, but it hasn't been as prevalent. And so he's wanting to continue. It seems like it's a work in progress with this pass rush, um, right. which is definitely interesting. But, but from what you've heard in camp for some of these guys, what are your thoughts on this? It definitely makes me excited because that was the one thing on our defense that I would say was the biggest need was our edge. We needed to improve it. And it seems like we did that with Quiddy Pay, Ture. Like I said, he looks like he did prior to that injury. I mean, he was tearing up Kansas City in that game. He was huge. He was Patrick Mahomes' worst nightmare that, you know, in that game. Um, mm-hmm. He looked really good. And seeing him come back and looking really good is really nice i i would like to hear more about lewis i wish he would come up more often than pay and uh uh Ture, but still i'm pretty happy with our edge presence right now um it should be better this year and if it can be as good as what it's looking right now i mean we could be having a top five top three defense coming in um and then i'm happy to see banagu also playing as well as he has too in training camp i'm i'm just hoping that you know carries through into the preseason as well as the regular season i i'm really hoping he can take that next step and he can uh go out there and play like a lot of people thought he was going to yeah i want to see him more against the ones because kind of Mm -hmm. like ellinger he's been against the twos and the threes and been really good which is great to see but uh, like with ellinger i would like to also maybe see him get some run with the ones and see kind of what he can do you know because he's been looking really good let's see what he does against you know starters and I would love to see that. Hopefully in the preseason, we'll see a little bit more of that. And Banigou gets right. more of a run. But it's been great to see, certainly, from your former second-round picks who you had a lot of promise, but nobody's really lived up to the expectations, especially Ture and, and, and Banigou for different reasons. So yeah. definitely interesting. It will be something that we observe you know, next week and in the coming weeks before the regular season. Um, one other th- guy I wanted to mention, EJ Speed has been absolutely great this camp. He is a physical freak. I mean, we talk about how Mike Strong's a physical freak on the offense. EJ Speed is a physical freak on that defense. I mean, you know, he was a former wide receiver 
uh, when he came to college, right? They converted yeah. him to linebacker. And so he's got <laughs> part in the, you know, the irony here, but he, he's got that speed. He does. And it's great to see from EJ speed. He was very raw, obviously coming out of Tarleton state when he did. And you saw a little bit of a glimpse of him in that first year, his rookie year in the preseason, you saw him really just absolutely phenomenal, but very raw. And you're like, he just needs a couple of years to develop. Now with Anthony Walker gone, EJ speed has a really good chance to maybe crack this starting lineup. What are your thoughts on EJ speed? I've been really happy with how he's been doing as well. Um, obviously the speed, um, is a really good thing to uh, see. Um, we definitely need to fill in that spot for Walker. Um, I didn't know if it was going to be him or any of the other guys we got. I honestly was expecting him maybe to be kind of more backup, come in maybe from time to time, but with him playing as well as he has, I mean, he's going to be competing for that spot for sure. I mean, it'd be really nice to see him really get that speed, to, you know, have him be alongside um, – with Okariki and with Leonard and just see all of them just dominating every single uh, game be really nice. Um, you know, he definitely looks like he, you know, waiting a couple years has uh, benefited him and it looks like he's, you know, what I would assume Chris Ballard thought he was going to end up becoming. Mm-hmm. And it'd just be nice to have a nice backup. You feel good about, you know, yes. the, a, a linebacker that can actually do what Darius Leonard and Bobby Okariki do. You don't have yeah. that on your roster besides EJ speed. I mean, he's right. probably more physically gifted than both those guys. And that's crazy to say, because both those guys are really physically gifted. Absolutely. But if you have another linebacker that, okay, say, you know, obviously you never want injuries to happen, but part of the game is injuries happen. So say, you know, one of those two guys goes out for a game or two. Okay. You just slide EJ speed over there. You put Zaire Franklin at Sam and you're good. Mm-hmm. It would just be great to have another backup quality option at linebacker because that was kind of – it's been a concern for me, and I know it's been a concern for a lot of other people with letting Walker yeah. go to Cleveland. It was like, oh, wow, uh, what's the depth look like for this Colts linebacker room? And so to have a guy like EJ Speed to, yes, play Sam and get some run, but also be the primary backup for these guys, mm-hmm. um, that could make a lot of people more at ease with this linebacker group in general. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I wanted to mention, Julian Blackman left – practice with an apparent knee injury they wrapped the knee but julian blackman later on he tweeted out he said i'm gonna be at practice tomorrow so colts fans can all collectively breathe a sigh of relief a little bit because it has been a brutal week for injuries i mean every time you see an injury you're almost like five to twelve weeks just just say it already yeah you know yeah so it's great to see julian blackman was just only nicked up will be hopefully back there on practice tomorrow which will be great Mm -hmm. and um the Colts have practice obviously tomorrow and Sunday. Then they have Monday off. So a couple days of practice, a couple days off, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Are you going down to training camp at all, Matt, this year? Yes, I will be going the 23rd and 24th. Okay. So that should at least give us an idea by that point of who's going to be making the team, what our team's going to look like. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm definitely excited to get down there for that. Um but yeah, I mean, when I heard Blackman got hurt and you know had his knee wrapped, I, I just thought immediately, like you, I was like, okay, five to twelve weeks, it's guaranteed, it's gonna happen because we we didn't think Nelson was really that hurt, you know, he had what a boot on his foot, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, he'll probably rest for a day, he'll get out there, and we'll be fine, and then he's out five to twelve weeks. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely worries me that he's had now three surgeries. Uh, that, that was a little, uh, concerning, but knowing how good he's been, even with those surgeries just makes me 
you know, just wonder how good he's going to be when he comes back too. But you had Wentz, obviously. It, it, it just felt like something's going to happen. It's like, okay, who's the next guy? You know, who who's going to get hurt next? And then you yeah. see Blackman, it's like, oh, oh, great. And it just the, yeah. the guy that really had a breakout year that played with a ankle that wasn't 100% healthy even, it, of course he's going to get hurt. You know, that, that's just how this offseason is going to be. Everybody's <laughs> going to get hurt. It, you know, it's that's just how it's going to be. So it is mm-hmm. nice to see him back, though. I'm, yeah. That makes me very... <sighs> it makes me very happy. Um, yes. You you talk yourselves into some of these backup guys. Yeah. You're like, oh, we'll be fine. And then as more and more guys get injured, you're yeah. like, oh, are we going to be fine? You know? Right. So uh, great to see Julian Blackman. I mean, very okay. invaluable piece in that safety room. Going to be healthy, hopefully. And then that injury is not going to be really anything of concern. So, all right. Well, I think that'll do it, guys, for our recap of training camp. Obviously, out a little bit later than normal. Today was kind of a crazy day for both of us, so uh, we weren't able to get it out to a little bit later. But nonetheless, we are here. We have provided Colts coverage for you guys every day of training camp. We want to continue to do that if we can. So really appreciate all your guys' support. And also check out Matt's channel. He has a lot of good content on there. Matt, where are you at right now on subscribers-wise? Because we want to definitely help you out if we can. I think I'm at 363 Okay, right now. Okay, well, everybody who's watching this video, go subscribe to Matt's channel. I will put it in the description, so be sure to go check him out. Matt, really appreciate you coming on, brother, talking some ball. It's a lot of fun. It's always a fun topic of conversation every day because there's always new things that arise in training camp. Thankful that you were able to come on and kind of just give your insight on stuff, and it was a fun conversation, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always a blast to come on here and talk Colts football. Absolutely. And thank you, everybody who's listening and tuning in. Really appreciate you wherever you are, whether you are in Indiana, whether you're in a different state, whether you're in a different country. We really appreciate all your support. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. And as always, guys, go Colts.